Hey, it's Daniel, and we've got Kate with us again today. Welcome back. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me back. Sure. This is good chat. So today we're going to be discussing something that we are very passionate about, it's safe to say. Very passionate. Yes. So passionate indeed. I'm waiting with bated breath. What are we talking about? So we're talking about concerts, live shows. Yes. Something that we both have vast experience in, I think Mm -hmm. it's safe to say. Something that at the moment is only just starting back up again. Yes. And it's weird to see, having just gone through the COVID pandemic, old footage of concerts and everybody was so close together and you're like, but I miss it. Yeah. So many gems. So have you been, Kate? I've been good, thank you. How have you been? I have been awesome, but even better now that I can see your red lippy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got that red lip 50s glam going on. Yeah. That's my new aesthetic. Hashtag pin up. Yes, hashtag Betty. So, Kate, as you would know, this morning I went and got us some almond croissants. You did. I was running late, so I felt really bad, but they were delicious. It's okay because I ordered them for pickup. So I drove over there and the app was telling me that it wasn't ready yet. So I was just kind of waiting in my car for a while. And then I thought, it's been a while. Let me just go in and check if they're ready or not. But I didn't want to be that person that it's not telling me it's ready yet. So why am I going to go in and say, is it mm-hmm. ready yet? But I thought it's been a reasonable amount of time for me to go in now. And I went in and said, oh, hey, um, I've got a pickup order. It says it's not ready yet. But and then she just kind of straight away was like, oh, no, it's ready. It was Two croissants. It wasn't a meal. I think they just forgot to mark that it was completed or something. Yeah. I really appreciate it. It was muy delicioso. Can I ask you this, Kate? Yes. Did it change your life? It changed my morning. I'll take that. (laughs) It was good. It was yum. Because when you said almond croissant, I'm like half, half. Yeah. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. I took the gamble because I knew you would get a good one. I aim to please. I'm pleased. Thank you. You know what pleases me, Kate? What? Live music. <gasps> let's good chat about it. No, it should be let's chat about it. Yeah, it definitely should have been let's chat about it. Now let's move on. <laughs> um, I cackle like a witch. All right, so let's go from the start. Mm-hmm. Buying tickets. <gasps> the drama. I know. I do the majority of mine online, like mm-hmm. the, the pre-sales or general sales. Mm-hmm. I don't have much experience lining up. Four tickets. Yes. I did it one time. What was the concert? It was Kylie Minogue's Showgirl concert. Great I show. lined up, bought the tickets. Was everybody in line for Kylie tickets? They were being sold at the record store. Everyone there was there for that. And I remember like looking in line and I'm just thinking, I am the sixth person in line or something like that. And when we went in, it was a little bit stressful for me because mm. I could see the people in front of me. So the lady was showing them, these are the tickets that you got on the map to go here. And they're kind of umming and ahhing. And I'm like, there are people around the country buying tickets right this second. Yeah. Chop, chop. Yes. And by the time That's it got so to me. old school. I know they used to, like, there were certain tickets that were kept aside yeah. for certain things. So there was enough tickets in this section that went to deal or like yeah. went to the actual stores. So it's not like it was just being snapped up while you're waiting in the Oh, line. I see. Like they had their own allocation. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you for telling me after all these years. <laughs> so 
<laughs> yeah, and, and that turned out to be the tour that actually got postponed for a year and a half because she received her cancer diagnosis and kind of went through that whole thing. <gasps> oh. um, so then that but then turned when you into, saw it, was it just like oh, elation because yeah, she was back? Yeah, that turned into the Showgirl Homecoming tour oh. um, and there were changes made to the tour. So mm-hmm. I was there at that first show and the applause yeah. when she first came out, it felt like oh, it went on forever. Oh, so good. Yeah. I can remember the drama of – so my friends and I in high school were yeah. the kids that went to concerts every weekend. We were those little emo scene kids. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing's changed. I'm just an elder emo now. But it was all calling our parents, getting their credit card at 9 a.m. When we're in the middle of, I don't know, history, yeah. like we're in a subject at school. As you do. Yes, as you do. Calling your parents who were not equipped to do this no. thing. And you're like, you have to get it right and you can't ruin it. We need to get Fallout Boy tickets. Yeah. That was just uh, the drama of having to like come home. Did you get the tickets? Oh my God. Um, and occasionally they didn't know they sold out. Devastating. They were saying you'd have to wait like the whole school day mm-hmm. to, to get it. home. And then you would hear other people at school yeah. going, I got tickets, I got tickets. Or sometimes we would have to get both parents yeah. set up. So my best friend's parents, my parents at home buying the tickets yeah. and and then if both parents got them, we'd just sell them online. Yeah, scalpers. I remember making money from selling tickets once. Oh, really? It was such a big show. We couldn't go and we made double. Wow. Even buying tickets online is really stressful. Like I get really, oh, really nervous allocation. beforehand. Yeah, I try to practice my breathing so I'm ready. <laughs> Actually, at one time I remember I was buying tickets to a concert and I was on my phone, you know, doing it through yeah. the mobile website. And I was almost shaking. Like I'm just like, wow. I need to calm so down. A, so you get a lot of anxiety because yeah. it's a stressful process. Yeah, I get quite anxious right beforehand because wow. it's like, what if you don't get Get them. Have you experienced lining up for tickets? The only time I've ever actually gone to a store to purchase tickets yeah. was when I was about 14 and we went to oh, anybody from the hills you might remember this castle records at castle towers that was like the alternative there were really cute guys that worked there who were much older yeah we bought our big day out tickets from there was it kind of like empire records Yes and no, because the store was a shoebox. Yeah. You felt cool walking to the back, going to like the punk hardcore section. Yeah. I have a story about that place. Delta Goodrum used to go there because she was from Castle Hill. Yeah. And she used to put her CD at the front of the D section. Seriously? Like Goodrum. she would go in and do she it herself? She would go in and put her CD at the front. My friend worked there and saw her do it. And then as soon as she left, she put it at the back. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good on her, I guess. Yeah. I remember going there and getting my big day out tickets. Yeah. We went after school. Like we felt really cool. Yeah. So you definitely do strike me as someone who does go to festivals or did mm-hmm. go to festivals. I have never been to a festival. You've never been to a music festival? No, because if I'd go to a festival, it would have been just for one artist. And to yeah. me, I can't justify that. That's fair. Yeah. I was always going to, every year we'd go to Big Day Out and then once Soundwave dropped, it was Soundwave every year. Yeah. Loved Soundwave. That was like the alternative music, metal, crowd. And once you were kind of in that scene in Sydney, you would see the same people at every single show. So you kind of developed, everybody knew everyone. It was like a community, yeah. It was a community. It was a little emo kid community. So going back to lining up to get tickets, so lining up for the actual concerts. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure we both have done our fair share of that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Something that I probably wouldn't do anymore. No, no, no. I'm, that is, uh, yeah. no. I would rather miss the first five minutes yeah. to avoid lining up now. So did anything interesting ever happen to you? Yes. Lining up? Always. So my friends and I, we would often skip school. We would leave early to go line up for concerts. Yeah. I remember one of the first hardcore shows that we saw, it was from Autumn to Ashes. We, were, we waited in that line for about three hours and we were just surrounded by cute boys with like tattoos and like black skinny jeans. It was the best. But waiting to see the used short stack at the Horton Pavilion, I pierced a boy's nose with a safety pin. He was very drunk. I knew him, but he was someone who was just like in the scene. He was around. So you always saw him and I pierced his nose with a safety pin. It's very punk rock of you. It felt very punk rock. Looking back, the story sounds cool, but it was actually more to do with, I'm like, you're doing this wrong and you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to get infected. He was halfway done. So I'm like, let's clean it out. Let's fix the thing. Let's get it sharp. And then we did it. And then the next time I saw him, it was gross. The damage was done. He made his choice. What about you? Any memorable moments in line? I actually don't have anything as interesting as your story. But, you know, it's like the usual lining up all day, not going to the toilet, whatever Mm. it may be. Holding your spot? Yeah. I mean, it was always good to have someone with you, obviously. Mm -hmm. I actually met one of my closest friends at a concert in line. So in 2007, I went to see 30 Seconds to Mars. (gasps) I was at that concert. Were you? Yes. Twins. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yes. But a lot of other people were there too, Kate. So you're not so special. Was it at the Horton Pavilion? It was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I actually, I was lining up all day. I was sitting down all day, actually, I should say. And by the end, when we had to actually get up and start to go in, Mm -hmm. I couldn't feel my legs. Wow. And it was like that for most of the night, if not all the night. So my night was very interesting and I was standing. I remember thinking we were going to be late to that concert. We were on a bus with all the other girls who were seeing 30 Seconds to Mars and we were drinking cruises. Very classy. (laughs) So speaking of drinking, I met my friend there. Obviously, we didn't know each other prior to that. So Mm -hmm. she was with her friend and they went for a walk and I was kind of like minding their spot. So then as a thank you, when they came back, she had gotten me a Slurpee. Yeah. And so it started with a Slurpee and we haven't looked back since. So much stuff starts (laughs) with a Slurpee. Sure. So, um... (laughs) Well, speaking of Slurpees and 30 Seconds to Mars, in 2010, went to see them again and I was with that same friend and basically we decided, do you know what? We're here during the day. No one else is here. Let's go catch the latest Twilight across at the cinema there. And we watched Eclipse (gasps) and we went and watched this Twilight movie. Yeah. And then we went back to the line. But by that point, some other people had arrived. We had put a towel on the floor, which Mm -hmm. they had taken off and we were just like, didn't really matter. Yeah. I like that you thought a towel was going to keep your spot. <laughs> People didn't respect the towel. They didn't respect the towel, but it didn't matter because everyone was like running in when it was time to go yeah. in and we were just casually just strolling up to go mm-hmm. and sit up on the side because we were done. We You're were going like, to like stand all exactly. night. Exactly. I actually did have another experience where I went to see Lily Allen and mm-hmm. there was a security lady there who said, I actually have a friend who's her security person right now. They're at the hotel. Let me call them. No Find out when way. she's coming. I'll let you know. So she called up her friend. This story is either going to be incredible Mm. or have a very tragic ending. I don't know what path we're going down. Bit of both. So I had my vinyl record copy of It's Not Me, It's You. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously I was hoping she would sign it. So uh, this lady was very, very nice and called up her friend, found out and said in about half an hour, they're going to be driving down. She's then going to go across to the other building. They're going to film a TV show and then she's going to come here for the concert. So my friend stayed in line while I went over to wait for Lily. The black van arrived, the door was open, they kind of stopped directly in front of me. And I was thinking, oh my God, is she in there? I don't want to approach though, mm-hmm. because I'm, I like to think I'm respectful. And then I noticed her looking and then the door of the van just slid shut. <gasps> and then I saw them drive over to <gasps> a door. So basically one by one, her crew was passing me and they started yelling at me. They were telling me to go away, that she wasn't going to sign anything. Um, Yeah, they were just, I I didn't feel like she owed me anything. Yeah. But at the same time, I was just thinking, I'm just one person here. It's not a crowd. And I was just standing there with my record Mm. and they were just full on yelling at me, telling me to go away. So yeah, I was actually quite upset. Then she came out and walked straight past me and didn't even look at me and went in. I really didn't expect Mm -hmm. being yelled at by her crew. Wow. Um, Did this ruin the concert for you? You know, obviously in the line, I was quite upset because then the next day I was coming back for the second show and then I was going to be flying out to Melbourne mm-hmm. to see her in Melbourne. And Whoa, then also... To, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then also to go to uh, a recording of Rove where she was performing. Oh my god! And I thought, why am I doing all of this? But anyway, went into the show that night. We were front row. It was a good show. I really enjoyed it. It was a good experience in the yeah. end anyway. I have a story to tell you. Yes. So my friend and I, when we were in high school we stayed up all night watching channel v this was back when mr brightside just dropped isn't carrie russell in that music video no she's not no but anyway so we headed out to channel v and there was this huge crowd of people and we're like oh my goodness they're all here for the killers yeah and we were talking to one of the girls and we found out none of them were there for the killers they were all there to see anthony kalia so (laughs) i know i know there was no killers fans so they all just went oh no you can go to the front you can go to the front so we made it all the way and it was just crazy because we kind of got there late got to the very front got to see them be interviewed um they didn't perform a song but we got to see them yeah and then afterwards we went over because they were going to take photos and like meet people and these rude bitches who were there to see anthony kalia cut in line jumped in front of us and then like got photos of them but then they all wanted like their crappy nokia you know when nokia phones first had cameras yeah, yeah. like they the 0.2 want- megapixel yeah and then their security came up and they're like okay we've got to go the look that brendan flowers gave my friend and i yeah it has stayed with me forever. He looked so disappointed that he knew that we were there for them yeah. and that we were waiting. And it was just this exacerbated, like, I'm sorry. Like, he even put his hands out and we were like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. At least we got to be near him yeah. because he, we were in love with him. Wow. And then we went to like the bus stop and then they drove past us and they beeped and waved. Oh, that's so it cute. Was so, it was such like, a, like it would have been cool to see them, like yeah. meet them and like touch them, but yeah. it's okay. It was one, it was crazy because no one was there to see them. Yeah. And then they blew up. That song was everywhere. Mm. Well, your story had a happy ending. It could have had a happier ending, but. (laughs) Let's move on. What was your first live? concert my first concert was actually in 2001 mm-hmm. and it was kylie minogue's on and not like this tour wow yeah so this was her big pop comeback you know that tour mm-hmm. light years album actually similar to your story about the parents buying the tickets mm-hmm. the same thing happened my mom was trying to get through at work and she couldn't get through and then she asked her boss and then yeah. they they got through eventually Aww. literally seated 
in the very back row of the Sydney Entertainment (gasps) Centre. Literally back row. Yeah, it's all quite surreal to me. Mm -hmm. What about you? What was your first concert? I've got two. One, Silverchair played at an Easter show. Of course yours is a cool story. No, 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 no. (laughs) I was too young, but I remember standing at the back so my brother and sister could go in because I didn't know who they were at the time. Yeah. But that was my first experience in a live concert venue. But then my first choice where I was like, I want to see this band, yeah. was S Club 7. Oh, wow. It took live. a turn for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were live at Tumbalong Park out the front of Seager World in Sydney. <gasps> remember Seager World? I do remember Seager World. I think I went there like once. I went there at least four times. Wow. I loved Seager World. But yeah, they played. They were there. I can't confirm if they were singing live, yeah. but they performed and then you got to line up and meet them. And I laminated my no poster way. and I still have my S Club 7 poster. They're probably all lip syncing except for Joe, the lead singer. That's probably the most likely. I always thought Rachel had the best voice. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, she was the hot one. Sure. That was my first show. Yeah. And I loved it. And then that was when I started following like, oh, you can actually see the bands that you like. Yeah. I remember going to like TV recordings to see like pop bands like Hanson, A1, Aaron Carter. Yes, I saw Aaron Carter. No comment. (laughs) Did you like it? Oh... At the time, I think I did. Yeah. I saw him at the Halloween festival in like, I'm going to say 1998. Yeah. And I saw him with my best friend from primary school. So he, this was the time when he had that like crazy little party girl song. Yeah. That was the Aaron Carter that we were seeing. Not wow. modern day Aaron. Did you go dressed up as something? No, but I do remember having, it was back when cowboy hats were really big. So I remember my friend and I both wearing a cowboy hat. I know this is going to be really difficult, but what Mm -hmm. would you say is your best concert experience? Atreyu, hands down, was one of the best shows I ever saw. So Atreyu is like (laughs) a hardcore band. Oh, right. Um, I I was going to say, I'm not familiar. I'm going to say they were like a heavy rock hardcore band and it was at the Gaelic Theatre. That's where most of the bands that I saw were playing. Actually, it's gone now. I remember my friend would go to the Gaelic Theatre to see like, I think My Chemical Romance and that kind of thing. Yeah. So so that night that we went, the used was there. Um, Bert McCracken got onto the stage and jumped into the crowd. But the Atreyu audience was probably a little bit heavier than the, the used crowd. Yeah. And he jumped in. In and everything went quiet and you just heard someone in the audience go punch him in the throat wow. and everybody tried to grab Bert McCracken and then security had to pull him out for his safety oh it was wow so funny and Travis the guitarist oh made eyes with him I was in the under 18 sections yeah living my fantasy but we made eyes and then he threw me a guitar pick and then someone else caught it and <sighs> he made a face and so he found another guitar pick and he threw it at me wow and I got it and I still own it today yeah. I oh. Everything that we saw was always at the Gaelic Theatre and it was a multi-tiered venue. So under 18s would be upstairs. Mm -hmm. But because we started to know people, we were able to sneak downstairs. Wow. Mm. And we would drink in the alleyway before we went in and then we'd hide all our booze there. Sure. What was your best concert? I've had quite a few unique concert experiences, Mm -hmm. so I can't have just one, but Mm -hmm. Tears of a Clown, Madonna. Wow, you've seen Madonna. Yeah, well, I mean, I never thought I'd see her live, but then she finally came back in 2016 Mm -hmm. for her Rebel Heart tour, and until now she hasn't come back. Mm -hmm. So my first experience of seeing Madonna wasn't Madonna as Madonna. It was this Tears of a Clown show in Melbourne. It was a small venue, and she dressed up as a clown, so as if it Mm -hmm. already isn't going to be surreal seeing Madonna alive for the first time and then she was doing stand-up comedy and um performing songs yeah and she did album tracks things that she wouldn't know 
normally perform in a concert. By the way, the show is meant to start at, I don't know, like eight o'clock or whatever, a certain mm-hmm. day. Didn't actually end up starting until technically the next day. That's how <gasps> late it was. <laughs> so Are you joking? I'm not joking. I went over there and I was lighting up in the rain and we didn't enter until the next very you, early you morning. You were supposed <laughs> to start at sorry, 7? I would say like 8-ish or something okay, like so that, eight, right? And you, it didn't actually start till 1 a.m. Something like that. No And it was way. just, but look. I, w- I wouldn't do it. I would leave. I wouldn't. Can I just say it was the greatest amazing experience ever though. Was it great just because it was her? Well, getting to see her and then... And the songs that she was doing were majority of them were from the mm. American Life album, which is my favorite album, which I wow. never thought I'd hear live. Oh, it that's was awesome. songs from How the did Ray she of sound? Light. She sounded good. She sounded okay. fine. It was it was still so surreal, and I still can't believe that it happened. Mm-hmm. But that would have to be one of the highlights. And also Kylie Minogue in 2012 did an anti-tour where kind of similar thing. She didn't dress up as a clown though, but um, <laughs> she did. It was like a very stripped, stripped down. Back. She was wearing cut off denim shorts mm-hmm. and, and a t-shirt, and there were lasers and lights on stage, backup singers, band, no dancers, no dance routines. That would have been awesome. She did B-sides, she did unreleased songs, she did <gasps> album tracks. Oh. So that was also a very special experience. Yeah. Um, there was a song that she did from the Impossible Princess era, like a unreleased demo that mm-hmm. had leaked years before. But getting to hear that live, never in a million years would you think that would happen. Yeah. So that was also amazing. And then I also want to note Sinead O'Connor. So Ooh. someone I never thought I would actually get to see live. Yeah. And she came several years back and I went and saw her and I mean, I didn't expect anything less. It was at the opera house, Mm -hmm. but she was flawless, on point, amazing vocals. I was blown away. It was beautiful. That's epic. All the other bands that I've seen, My Chemical Romance was a great show. Green Day always did a good show. Handsome. Obviously, I think I've seen them three or four times. Yeah. It was so funny because they were the first. I know people are going to laugh because it's Hanson. But to me, when I was going through that whole pop, like obviously I was loving like S Club 7, Spice Girls, all of that. Yeah. When I found out that there was a band, they were a pop band, the boys, that wrote their own music, did their instruments and wrote all the songs. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'd never known that. I just always assumed that the artists did everything themselves. So this was the first kind of time that I'd actually seen it. And I was like, oh, that's like a band. That's a real band. All right. And that was then what I started then looking. I remember after seeing Hanson, I would look at the CDs and see what artists, like if I had a Britney Spears thing, yeah. like, well, what songs did she write? How many people did it take to write this song? Yeah. Exactly. And when there would be like 10 names and like Britney Spears, I'd be like, okay, so she did a little bit. But then when there are a couple link, you know, when you'd look at like the, oh, this song is written by Britney and one other person. Yeah. And it was like song number eight and it wasn't very good. Yeah. Like, oh, that's why. But no, Hanson, they always did a good show. Maria Chiel Bronx, that was another really good show. So that is a hardcore, like a really cool rock band um, that halfway through their career, they wanted to spice it up. Yeah. And they spiced it up by becoming a mariachi band. So like that, and it is explosive. They are so good and this energy is there. They're not mocking Latin culture. They are 100% in it and they are doing good mariachi music. Good for them. It's awesome. So let's just take like a little side street and talk about support acts. I just want to say... 
I generally don't have time for support mm-hmm. acts, but there was one time though when I went to see Banks. Yeah. I think it was early 2015, and there was a support act called Mansionaire. I actually enjoyed their set, and I really liked the music. Mm-hmm. So right after they were done, I went back out to the merch stand to yeah. get because they had a vinyl EP there, and I bought it. And then the person at the stand was like, "Oh, this is the support act." In case I oh, assumed, you didn't know. <laughs> in case I assumed it was like the main artist there. Yeah. Actually, one time in 2007, I was lining up for a Mika concert. <gasps> I loved Mika. And the support act was called Sparkadia. And Ooh. they did, during the rehearsal, I could hear when I was outside that mm. they sang Horses by Daryl Braithwaite. So I was oh. expecting this. So when they came on and did their actual set and they didn't do horses and I was oh. like, they were rehearsing did that song. Did it sound good? Yeah, but I just, yeah, I was a bit disappointed. So supporting bands. I remember when, as we were talking about live festivals before, the best thing ever was when Big Day Out, when Soundwave would come. Specifically Soundwave, they would have something called Sidewave. So you didn't have to go to Soundwave to see them. And sometimes you would actually get to see just the three artists that you wanted to see because they'd kind of group all the bands together. Yeah, that was more me. I would go and see the artists in their own show on the side. Yes. So I can remember seeing a concert where, it was Jimmy Eat World, I think My Chemical Romance and Green Day. They did a show together. It was good. It was a good time. It was a great time. Do you want to hear a crazy story? Always. This is like in the 70s. So Kiss, the band, who yeah. I don't really like, but they opened for Blue Oyster Cult. The next year, Blue Oyster Cult was opening for Kiss. What? what? <laughs> That's kind of like when Lady Gaga was opening for the Pussycat Dolls. And by <gasps> the time the show came around, Lady Gaga had blown up. Whoa. And so she was more popular than the Pussycat Dolls. So it's kind of a bit sad. I wasn't there, but yeah. I remember thinking, oh, that's a little bit awkward. What's the worst show you've ever seen? I don't know that I've been to an actual show that was really, really horrible. Look, I'm just going to say this. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears. I get it. I'm going to say I understand. Obviously, people were so disappointed because she wasn't seeing live and that kind of thing. I mean, going into it, Mm. I knew that. Yes. And I think that everyone should have known that. If anyone didn't know that. That's on them. Exactly. From what I heard with the Britney show, you were there to see the show, not specifically her. The production. Yes. From memory, my friend told me it was a two-hour show and she was only on stage for maybe 40 minutes. The entire thing was lip-synced, which, again, I expected anyway. Mm -hmm. But I guess for me it was more the show itself was in the round. Mm -hmm. She would get from one side of the stage to the other by, like, the dancers basically, yeah, wheeling her to the other side on, like, those bellhop things where they have the luggage on. And it just seemed like the least amount of effort possible Mm -hmm. just to get through this show. I just found it quite underwhelming considering the Legacy exactly. of Spears. On the subject of lip syncing, seeing Mariah Carey, which she's mm. known for her singing, and I guess at that did point in her sync? career, she or did. Half-half? She did half half. Okay. So, how offended are you if someone lip syncs? I expect them to sing live yeah. at a live show. With Mariah Carey, it's disappointing because of I guess who she is, and to be at that point in her career where she was doing the half half, and it was very obvious when she would oh. go from the lip syncing to the live vocal. And I'm just like, so you get a lip sync, you do half half, it has to be flawless. Yeah, it was disappointing to me. Yeah, mm. I have to say. Have you ever left a show and been like, I'm sick of this? <laughs> I was throwing the ticket on the ground. No, but funny story. I did hear of someone once leaving a Mariah Carey show for the Butterfly Tour in 98 because she was talking about her dogs and she wasn't into Mariah Carey, so she just left. Oh, wow. Yeah, who would do that? Who would do that? What are your worst experiences? 
I don't have too many bad concert experience. I do remember I've, I've left two shows early. One was Soundwave. We'd seen all the artists and we were done by about two o'clock. So yeah. we bailed. I will happily leave a show before the show finishes if it means avoiding traffic. Yeah. So I've left a couple of shows because I'm like, <laughs> I'd rather drive home. I went to see Jewel. So it was basically a Don Henley concert, but Jewel was a support act. And this was like, this was a few years ago and I didn't understand why. Were you there to see Don Henley or no. were you there to see Jewel? I wanted to see Jewel and I didn't understand why she didn't have her own show. She's an established artist. She's mm. got the audience. I went and saw her. She had a very strict 45 minute set. She was, it was her and her guitar. She was amazing. Her vo- she like, sang her hits? She, she sang her hits. She sang some new ones as well. She is next level with her vocals. She's amazing. Oh. Her um, vocals are incredible. And then she got to the very end. She's like, I've got 15 seconds left. Do you want me to yodel? And she did like this yodel. <gasps> oh, yeah. I love yodeling. <laughs> to just wrap up her set. And then she was done and I was like, great, into the Out car and home I go. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Kate. Hey. How about we find out what Michelle's favorite concert is? Okay. Let's do it. She doesn't know that we're calling, <gasps> so I, I hope she answers. Drama. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Michelle, it's Daniel. And Kate. Hello. Oh. You are live on the air right now. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) What's the best concert that you've ever been to? Well, I've been to three in my life. Only three? (laughs) I mean, it's Gaga and Evanescence. Like, it's got to be one of those two. Mm -hmm. I'd probably pick Gaga, higher production value. Really? So which tour was it? Uh, Art Rave. Ooh. Oh, wow. Wasn't that the one that didn't sell out? Wow. Didn't judgment. <laughs> I got upgraded for free. Actually, I got upgraded for free because my friends were being obnoxious and kept standing. But Gaga was asking us to stand, yeah. and the people behind us complained. And then the security guard said, "Okay, go down. You get free upgrade to Mars." Oh, wow. oh, nice. Well, there you go. What was the What yeah. was the third concert you saw? Evanescence. Oh, well, you saw them <laughs> twice. Yeah, I've seen probably only those two artists, but multiple times. Oh, I understand. Sorry, I thought you meant you saw three different people. I was like, well, who was the third? How was Evanescence? Did they bring you life? I see what you did there. Oh, well, I don't really remember because when I went to them the first time, it was 2006. Then they did that synthesis tour where it was more orchestral. Did you go to that one? It wasn't like their usual. Yeah, I did. It was at the opera. Oh, that would have been pretty. Oh my god! She called me so off guard. I was in the middle of watching The Woman in the Window. <gasps> the Woman in the Window was it good? Is it good? I I don't know. I'm not that far into it yet. Oh, I'll let you know. I've seen spoilers. Get ready. It got horrible ratings, so now I'm wondering if I should see it through. But we'll see. Yes, I've seen the spoilers. Yes. Okay, Michelle, we're gonna let you get back to that and enjoy your life. Thank you so much for your time. Okay. Bye, Michelle. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 All right, Kate, so speaking of sitting and standing at a show. What do you do now? Do you go for the sitting section or do you go for general admission? I will always take a seat now. I don't do general admission anymore, no. Did you ever? I used to, but I never liked having to stand the whole time, but I did it because I wanted to be near the front. Of course. Yeah, but now I'm just like, I'm happy to take a seat. Oh, 100%. Yes. But speaking of, one time in 2008, Mm. I went to see Kylie and my brother and I were seated directly in front of one of the corners of the stage. So our view was just the stage you know right in front of us so like we didn't really need to stand up or anything Mm -hmm. there was one particular point in the show where kylie was performing your disco needs you are you familiar yeah 
Kylie Minogue berated us in front of <gasps> millions and millions yeah. of people. She was so angry. She <gasps> was fuming. She was fuming, Kate. Okay, so I'm being a bit dramatic and exaggerating. <laughs> so she wasn't no. she wasn't angry and it wasn't in, it was probably in front of thousands of mm. people instead of millions of people. There's a line in the song where she says the whole world should be moving, do your part. Yep. And so it's a point in the song where she stopped and was mm-hmm. like, boys, you better do your part. <gasps> no way. And You've had a lot of interactions well, with artists. How about I just play it for you? <gasps> no way. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was so embarrassing though because I just felt like, oh my God, we've just been called out. Everyone was looking at us and we're just slowly standing up like, oh my God, (laughs) oh my God, how embarrassing. You didn't just jump up and start (laughs) dancing? No. Oh, when I went and saw Cher, we were there to dance. Yeah, but you you probably would have had like multiple drinks knowing you. No, I dance. I get up and dance if it calls for it. Okay. I believe It's like this this really moving ballad (laughs) and then you get up and do like an interpretive dance. (laughs) No, to me, getting up at a concert is similar to the experience of being on a plane and someone puts their seat back. Once they put their seat back, you have it's like a domino effect. Yeah, definitely, yeah. If everybody stands up, you can't get upset that, oh, someone in front of me is standing. Oh, of course, yeah. No, 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 just stand up and stand still, you know? You don't have to move around. But I just think, yeah, that's my feeling. It's the flow on. Whatever the general crowd is doing is what you do. Fair enough. I understand that. And even if I am going to stand up, I have a look around to see other people behind me standing up. Yes. Yeah. So I 100% agree with that. Who's your dream artist? Okay, wait, no, no. Two questions, two-parter. Who is your dream artist in all of history that you wish you could see? A show that you're like, oh, I wish I could have been there. Yeah. Or they could be alive, whatever. But then one that's a possibility that they could still tour Australia, that you're like, I really want to see them. Okay. Mm. So for the latter, within the realm of possibility, Mm -hmm. that's it's likely to maybe happen. Just for my Mm 12-year-old self, I would like to see the Spice Girls. I mean, I would have liked (gasps) to have seen them back in the day. Did you know they're they're doing a sequel to Spice World? I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Is Victoria in it? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) I have friends who went. When the tour came out, they bought their tickets as soon as it went live. And then they planned their whole holiday around going to see the Spice Girls. And he said it was great. They were actually supposed to come here as well. I I mean, they said they were doing it. I remember. And then I think they had actually properly planned it and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really would like to see Fiona Apple. I don't Ooh, know that she's ever been choice. here. Yeah, I would love to see her. Mm-hmm. And my ultimate dream mm-hmm. artist to see ever. Again, sorry, it's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Jeff Buckley. Ooh. Oh, yes. Um, who is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, he had actually been to Australia yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I wouldn't have even known who he was at the time. But um, <laughs> my ultimate, mm-hmm. it probably will never happen though, let's be real, is Kate Bush. <gasps> I was literally just thinking, I wonder if he has ever seen Kate Bush. No, Kate Bush, as far as I know, she hasn't been here. Wow. So she she did a tour in 1979. Yeah. Her first and only tour. She never toured again. And then in 2014, she did this kind of residency in the UK, which was the first time she's ever done wow. a concert since. So that was the only two times she'd ever done. She didn't like tour, tour. Obviously, she didn't go around this time. But that, it was a shock to everyone. Wow. It was just like, what? And, uh, you know, one of my... Yeah, I mean, I would love to see her in, in any kind of form Mm -hmm. doing a show to me would be the ultimate yeah yeah 100 million percent wow yeah i get that she's incredible yeah so what about you what would you say is a show or an artist that you would want to see within the realms of possibility 
Okay. It's two bands, but I was about to see them. Okay. Like, so pre-COVID, I had my tickets. It was literally two weeks away and everything shut down. Oh, no. One was My Chemical Romance. They yeah. were coming back for... I, I have seen them before, but this was like, it's been the hiatus. Yeah. Like, yes, to see them again as an adult and fully appreciate it, even more so. And then the punk rock band from um, England was Idols. They were coming out here for another festival, I think Splendor in the Grass, mm. but they were going to be doing a sideshow. I missed out on both of them. No. Oh. But I would love, love, Tragic. love. I remember when everything was shutting down and I'm like, but they haven't said anything about Download Festival. Like holding yeah. on, thinking it's still going to happen. And then slowly all the artists being like, we're not traveling, we're not traveling, we're not traveling. Yeah. My Chemical Romance was the last to say something. But idols during covid they've already done two they were live at abbey road studios over two nights so they did all their albums so you could listen to i watched all of them of course you did um yeah and they're really responsive if you post something on instagram they send you a like it made me feel really good oh they must have a lot of time they must have a really good publicist (laughs) (laughs) the bands that i wish that i could have seen in their prime yeah the ramones Misfits, obviously, and wearing a Misfits shirt. You are wearing a Misfits Amy, shirt. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Okay, she would definitely be in my list. Yes. I would have loved to see mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse. I've always wanted to get an Amy Winehouse tattoo, but I knew that she wouldn't want that. She wouldn't want that, so I would never do it. Yeah. And then the last one I want to see, each technically possible, but I don't want to see them now. I wish I could have seen Destiny's Child at the height of Destiny's Child. Okay. If they did a reunion tour, it would be great. Yeah. But it wouldn't be the same. It would still, do you know what I mean? I know. It would still be like looking at Beyonce now. You'd still think that's Beyonce though yes. and Destiny's Child. It's not going to be the same it, dynamic. Well, Beyonce and Kelly and then Michelle. Yeah. It's like, you know, Poor Michelle. You know how you saw Britney and you what you saw was like – Obviously, that's Britney. Yeah. But you know those, like, early, early 2000s gigs where she was happy and Mm. killing it? I saw her in the early 2000s. She came for the promotion of her movie, Mm. Crossroads. Crossroads. She lip-synced to I'm a Slave for You and Boys, and then she sang Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman live. This was at Pepsi Mm -hmm. Live. That was at her height as well. Wow. How was she? Good? She was late. It's okay. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Who who's an artist that you saw that surprised you? That you were like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, I've never gone to a show of someone that I didn't know. Yeah, but I will. Because I guess you would get that at festivals a lot. Probably, yeah, mm. like discovering or even I guess support acts in a can way. Can I tell you who was really <laughs> who was really good? Yeah, and they sang live, which I was shooketh by. Yeah, the Venga Boys. They sung live? No way. I saw them at Hornsby RSL. Of course you did. I know. And it really felt like they just had a CD hooked up to the speaker. Like, it was just a karaoke version. Yeah. And they sang live and they danced and they were really good. Wow. Like, I was just, to me, it would be like seeing High Five. Yeah. But with a sea of drunk adults. (laughs) Okay. That was the, like, that's kind of what they were doing. They were doing children's performing, but, oh. It was such a good show and it was so cheap. Wow. Okay, Kate. Yeah, so what was yours? Back to me. Yes. I I would say... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I would say I knew Bruno Mars put on a good show. (gasps) But I went to see Bruno Mars. This was the unorthodox Duke (gasps) Lux Bruno Mars. Locked out of heaven. You know, gasping. That's like prime Bruno. That's prime Bruno Mars. So I went to the show. It was the Moonshine Jungle Tour. His dedication to Amy Winehouse. I loved that. He's a great performer. He, he really is yeah. a good performer. And like I said, like expecting that anyway, went into the show, 
and I was entertained from start to finish. Yes. I had such a great time. I really enjoyed it. And I was mm-hmm. just like, wow, that was a great show. I knew it was going to be a great show, but wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I really love, he's someone that I'm always like, ugh, Bruno Mars. Yeah. And then I hear his music and I'm like, I forgot. I really like Bruno Mars. Yeah. But as soon as it's over, I'll be like, ugh. I also want to say Haim. <gasps> I love them. I love them. I, I remember when I first listened to their album Days Are Gone, I was on a bus mm-hmm. going home from work. I bought it on iTunes because I liked the single The Wire. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And it yeah. had that very cool 80s sound as well mm-hmm. that I, I really enjoyed. And I was just like, oh, this is an amazing album. Mm-hmm. And then I saw them live and I wasn't expecting them to be amazing live. Yes. They were great. I, again, I had such a great time and I really mm-hmm. didn't expect to have fun at the show. And yeah. that for me was like, wow, this was amazing. This was, oh, this was awesome. awesome. Yeah. I can remember. So my husband got me really into a black metal band called Deaf Heaven. Yeah. And their songs go for like nine minutes. He definitely got me into them. And I remember seeing, we went and saw them live and I was blown away. Considering how heavy they play and like the drummer has got like that double kick pedal, he is working up a sweat. They sound incredible. Like there was no differentiating the album to live. Yeah. And but I, in the best possible way. In right? the best possible yeah. way. Like they were so, so good. It was clean considering they're doing those like guttural growling screams. I don't know how they do that, by the way. It's impressive. But that was a show that I knew was going to be good, but I didn't know it was going to be incredible. I was like, whoa. That was at the Manning Bar. I've seen a lot of bands at the Manning Bar. What's your favorite Sydney venue? I really liked the Sydney Entertainment Centre because of the nostalgic value mm. and like I had my first concert there and that kind of yep. thing. And, and my first front row concert was also there when I went to see Avril Lavigne in 2003, oh, I think it was. that's awesome. And then, skater boy. Yeah, sure. But once you're front row, you kind of don't want to go back. If yes. you're, like, I can be seated on the side and that kind of thing, but to be at the back, I'm mm-hmm. just like, why would you go? But yep. anyway, I digress. <laughs> so um, for me, that had that nostalgic value, but now that's gone. Yeah. They knocked it down. So What's I don't- place? Apartments? Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. sad, but- I would have to say though, and I have seen a number of different artists at this venue, which it's iconic. Yeah. And I've seen PJ Harvey there. I've seen Tori Amos there. I've seen Solange there. I've Is it seen, the Opera House? It's the Opera House. <laughs> I feel like when you know you're seeing an artist at the Opera House- yeah. You're going in with a different expectation. Mm. You're going in to see something a little bit different. It's just it's very highbrow. There's something about it that yeah. just makes it special, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny because the band that I was just talking about, um, Deaf Heaven, they did a show there, for, I think for Vivid. And All right. I think my favorite venue in, I like a small venue because it feels more intimate. I always love the Metro Theatre. Yeah. I love the Manning Bar. And I love those because they're tiered. I hate when you go to a big venue and it's just flat. Oh, yeah. So unless you're really in that front section, it's either you're really far away or you're at the front. There's no middle ground. Yeah. I don't like Acer Arena. Oh, I don't know what it's called. I know. I was going to say that. I don't like it. It started off at the Sydney Superdome. Then it was Acer Arena. I've always known it as Acer. Yeah. All Phones Arena. Kudos Bank Arena, I think it is. Worst venues. Two venues, the Horton Pavilion and um, the Roundhouse at UNSW. Okay, I haven't been to the Roundhouse, but mm-hmm. I've been to Horton many times. If it's not seated and it's like a mosh pit general admission style, if you're not in that front section, it's, yeah. you're so far back. So, at the Roundhouse, when we went to see My Chemical Romance on their first tour there, my friend's mum met them because they were hanging out, like, just outside in an area, and she had just dropped us. Yeah. And she knew who they were, so she got to meet and talk to them and say, oh, my daughter's here, ready to see you. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's a cool mum. Oh, 
She was the cool mom. Okay. Yeah. What's a concert that we could go to together? Oh, I don't know. I probably wouldn't go to any of your heavier shows. Bardo. Bardo reunion. If they do a reunion, should we go? Let's put that on our list. It would have to be all of them. I mean, minus um, Sophie, um, probably. They couldn't get together without Sophie. Who else would we see together? Outcast. <gasps> yeah. Only because you got me into listening to their stuff. Yeah, they're really good. So Outcast and Bardo. Sure. Realistically, I think Bardo would more likely be the ones that may actually tour soon. All right, so we're going to wrap up. But before we do, here's a word from our sponsor. Good Chat Touring Company presents Sandra Sully live in concert on her first ever national tour. Spend an evening with Australia's favourite news presenter, taking you on a journey and performing all of your favourite hits such as... Good evening, I'm Sandra Sully. And... A cheap shearer has been sentenced to 34 years behind bars. And of course, everyone's favourite... <coughs> And I've had a sore throat, excuse me. VIP seat package is also available where you can watch a show from behind the desk. Sandra Sully Live. Get your tickets now. Sandra will be lip syncing. Dine and Discover vouchers cannot be redeemed for this event. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been pulled uh, up on stage? No, I haven't actually. I don't, I don't think I'd ever want to be. What about no, you? Me, ne- me neither, but... Obviously, I, every concert goer has the fantasy that the person on stage is going to look at them and be like, oh, there's the love of my It's going to marry them, yeah. Do you know how many artists that have actually happened to? A few people have, like, married their fans. Yeah, well, I, I think Hanson have all married their fans. Yes, and how many Hanson concerts did I go to hoping that would be me? I was going to say. But I think a Jonas brother. Yeah. Not that I want a Jonas brother. I would have happily been a groupie in, like, the 70s. Yeah. I can see like that. Like a banger sister. I can see that, Kate. <laughs> I can see that in a past life. You were a groupie. Yeah, 100% with your denim jacket and your buttons <laughs> and your little enamel pins. All right, so concerts. Yeah. Live, live music. We've gone through a time where we weren't able to actually do it anymore. I know. And now it's starting to open back up again. Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself because you're going to be buying tickets again. You're going to be going to buy some merch. Mm-hmm. You're going to go enjoy shows again. Can't wait to get back into it again. Yeah. Um, you know, go have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Stand up. Sit down. Do whatever. But don't be a douche about it. Yeah. Definitely not. Many a concert experience is ruined by that kind of behavior. Yeah, don't so fuck it up. Don't. No. <laughs> It's been great having you again, Kate. Oh, thank you. I love being here. So, Kate. Yes. Would you say that it's been a good chat? It's definitely been a good chat. Good chat. Excellent.